Hey, 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 thank you so much for tuning in to Make Your Mark Podcast, where I, Crystal Billiot, talk about showing yourself some love, ways to make your dreams a reality, explore some personal development and encouragement, and share tips on ways to become the person you are meant to be. I truly believe that each and every one of us is meant for something so much greater than what we give ourselves credit for. I hope that with this podcast, it inspires you to be more, to do more, and to live more. Hello, everybody. So as I was brainstorming of what to talk about for this week's podcast, I was like, I refuse to talk about what's happening in the world right now. Like this is a positivity, upbeat podcast. I'm not about to get down and Debbie Downer over here. And then I just didn't want to talk about it. Um, First off, I just felt like I wanted it to be like where I was here cheering you on in your corner. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? I feel like if anything, it should inspire me to talk to you about how to adjust to things when they are out of your control. And a lot of times we get to the point where, you know, there's so many negativities in the world or it's things that you just can't control that we get stuck on and we don't know what to do. So I wanted to go on today and talk to you a little bit about, yeah, what's happening in the world, but also how do we adjust to that? How do we overcome that? And how do we just make this time the best time that we can? Um, Two weeks ago today, actually, you know, I was at school, we were working, trying to finalize some stuff, and then just working this business, doing, planning out summer vacations, trying to decide Jules' birthday party theme. Um, We got a message at one o'clock on a Friday that school was shut down for a month. There was no warning. There was no preparation. It was the kids do not come back to school until April 13th. And then for us, we have our spring break starting April 13th. So for our parish, it was five weeks. These kids are out of school. Um, I didn't really know, like, you know, for some kids, you would think it was happy and upbeat and they were excited. But to be honest, it was the weirdest out-of-body experience ever because these kids, I work at a middle school, and they left out of there crying. Um, I saw some kids, you know, like trying to support each other because they did not understand what was going on at the time because of this coronavirus. They did not understand why we were shutting down. Um, Many kids were asking, you know, are they coming back to school? And at the time, our answer was yes, you know, you'll come back April 20th. At this time, that's our game plan, but we really still don't know. Um, a lot of kids even said, what now? Like, what do we do now? And to be honest, none of us had any idea. Two weeks later, um, I'm at home. We're all on lockdown. And it really hasn't been that bad. It's really consisted of the four of us as a family hanging out. We're attempting some homeschooling. Shout out to all my stay-at-home moms. Y'all are the real MVPs right here. But we're completing different, like, 
do-it-yourself projects around the house. Um, we planted a garden. We've done some chalk murals. So y'all go check out my Facebook and follow us um, to get some ideas. But really what I've tried to embrace in this time is that school is out and while it is so crazy because we're trying to work from home and keep the kids contained, I think it's so important to realize like how to stay consistent in a time like this. I know I absolutely love a schedule and a schedule has been my saving grace during this entire time. However, I do think that while a schedule can help you and a schedule can be very beneficial for you, I do sort of want to go over like how do you make this successful um, and not feel like your schedule is going to fail you? Because a lot of times we will set our schedules up and it will be a set up for failure and not for success. So these are some tips that I did um, during this time. Now, these tips can also be used for any type of change in your routine. So maybe it's something that you can implement now or maybe like over summer vacation. Whenever you are there and may we're let's we're back in school for a month and then we have summer vacation and what do you do? You take these steps and you can apply these steps to that point in your life. I message a lot of people and they tell me, you know, oh, I can't do X, Y, and Z because I'm really busy, but maybe in the fall I can, or maybe in the winter I can. And then I'll message them in the fall and they're like, yeah, I still can't. Like, I'm really busy with X, Y, Z now. So get back to me in the spring and then I'll get back to them in the spring. And it's just a steadily we're you know, evolving and these issues are thrown up at us and life is crazy and life will not slow down. Um, I was reading somewhere where they were saying like they were comparing this to like the new normal and I'm like, first off, this is not the new normal. Being locked down in your house and cannot go outside to grocery shop, you can only go outside for the sunshine, this is not normal. This will never be our new normal, guys. This is just a time period we're at in our life. And I think it's important to realize that whatever point you're in, that you have to change your routine, that that is just a season of life. Um, my very like first summer that I had off um, last summer, I was just lost because I felt like the summer went by so fast because I didn't have any routine. We would wake up when we wanted to. We did what we wanted to. And while I was so grateful for that, my anxiety was sky high because there was no structure. Um, and so I really took this break that we're in right now, um, made some changes, made a somewhat of a structure of a schedule. And I just feel like we are all blooming and we're doing so much better than what we were about a year ago. So my very first tip is make a schedule, but give yourself a couple of days to play with this routine. Do not expect to find your schedule on day one. Let me repeat, do not find your schedule on day one because it's not going to work, okay, guys? So we left school on a Friday. We came back 
I had to go back to work on Monday to finish up some things. Tuesday was technically our day one of scheduling. Day one, I tweaked it. I made a general schedule, but I tweaked it throughout the day. Wednesday, it still wasn't fitting. I made some more changes. Thursday, I made a few more changes. Friday, I felt like I had just perfected it and it was perfect. It was the weekend, so I did give us ourselves some grace over the weekend. And then Monday, I expected to go back into this perfect schedule that I had made Friday. Guess what? It still did not happen. Why? Because we're still a changing, we're still evolving, we're still trying to process this. Um, most of, for the most part, we know what we're doing. We know we have an idea of a schedule, but I was trying to put it down to where, you know, we wake up, we do schoolwork, we have snack, we go outside, we play, we come back in, we do schoolwork. And it was just not working for where we were in our season of life. And so instead of sticking to the schedule that was making my anxiety go up, Jules was unhappy, Madeline's sleep schedule was being weird and funky. Um, because I mean, even for a baby, her routine is changing too. I ended up changing it to where it was making us more successful. So my very first point is just give yourself a couple of days to perfect your routine, to perfect your schedule. This does not, it will not be perfect on day one. And it probably, when you end it, it still won't be perfect. But you will have an idea of how to be successful with it. My next tip is do not set times on your schedule. I love times. Um, And so when I sat down, the reason I wasn't successful on day one is because I wrote down from six to seven, I get up, I work out seven to eight, I'm up, I'm dressed, I get the kids ready. Eight to nine, Jules does schoolwork. Nine to ten's outside time. 10 to 11, schoolwork. 11 to 12, lunch. Y'all, I had it broken down by hours. And it was way too stressful. While it is nice to break it down by times, we have to remember, like, maybe in a school setting where, you know, the teachers have 20 kids and setting times that is appropriate for them. But at home, this was not working because Jules, while we were outside, okay, Jules, time to come inside, time to go do a little bit more schoolwork. Okay. And on his way in, he would see his bike and then he would want to ride his bike for a little bit. And then that would put us five minutes behind. Well, instead of just playing for those five minutes and coming inside at 11.05 to do our schoolwork, Now, I was like, oh my goodness, we have to make up those five minutes. Like, come on, come on, let's hurry up and do this. So, it really is one of those things where while timing is nice for my OCD peeps and my anxiety level peeps, it can cause you more, um, just more of a burden. And so, I do want to encourage you to let go of the time. What I found helpful is I made a list of everything I expected to get done in a day. Everything that I needed went down on my list. So I knew Jules needed school time, outside time. I wanted to try and incorporate some kind of art time with him. 
I knew he needed nap time because that's whenever I get a break, I'm able to work the business, check my school emails, follow-ups. Um, I need a time to fix dinner, a time to work out. I knew I needed a time to just sit down and like straighten up the house and, you know, clean up a little bit. So I knew these were things that had to get done every day. Um, now it isn't like a to-do list where it's like, oh, let me go finish this art project that I started, or let me go sand my dresser so I can stain it. Like that is a to-do list and that is completely separate. These are things that I have to do in order to survive. Like I have to get dressed. I have to brush my teeth. I have to do schoolwork with Jules. Like these are not projects. These are your to-dos of survival. Then I go through my day and I check them off. Um, what I found that was really successful for me was, and I broke our day down into three chunks, morning time, afternoon time, and evening time. So for the morning, I knew we needed to do schoolwork, outside time, lunch time, snack time, and put a load of clothes in the washer. I knew all of that had to happen from the moment that I got up until about 12 one o'clock until Jules goes down. Those are the five things that I had to do during that time. Maybe it was a nice day and maybe we went outside first and then we came in and we did schoolwork. Then I, I don't know, did a load of clothes, let him have a little break and then we did schoolwork again. Maybe we did all of our schoolwork first and then we went outside and then when he came in and I was, he was eating lunch, then I threw a load of clothes in the washer. By breaking our days into sections and not necessarily by hours, you're going to find you're able to be so much more successful. It didn't matter when these tasks happen of schoolwork, outside time, lunchtime, snack time, clothes. It didn't matter when they happen as long as they got done and I was able to check these tasks off of the list. Then I made an afternoon activity list that had to be completed. Once again, there was no time. Um, I did not set a time to wake Jules up from his nap. I just sort of, whenever he got up, he got up. Um, so at first it was looking like he would wake up, maybe do like math or art. Um, and when I say math, y'all keep in mind he's three. Like we're just really talking about numbers and playing games. Um, we would go back outside. We would try and do like a little science thing where, you know, one day we did the germs in the water or we went and planted some flowers. Um, then I threw the clothes in the dryer and I prepped dinner. So once again, my afternoon activity had five things on it that I needed to do to be successful. It didn't have a time limit. It just had to be done before about 4, 4.30. Um in order for my nighttime activity list to be completed. These are all things that once again, had to be done for me to be successful for my day. It also had to be um, things that were easy to do and not major hard projects. You know, we're not doing a to-do list and I keep going back to that because in this stage, it is really, really easy to put to-do list on your routine list. Um, and so you do need to separate that and keep those separate. My next 
nighttime activity was once around 4.30 came, my night consisted of bottles being washed, kitchen clean, eat dinner as a family, do baths, catch up with Abram, sort of straighten up the house for the day, and then do a workout once the kids were asleep. So this one had a few more things on it um, on my list. It had six, seven things, but I also had Abram here that could pick up one or two of those things um, whenever I needed him to. So and the nighttime, we do have a little bit longer period because I start my nighttime around 4, 4.30, and I go until 10. So where my other days have been, I mean, my other activities had been for four hours. My nighttime activity was for about six hours. So it gave me a little bit more leadway time. It didn't happen in any order. My nighttime, you know, didn't occur by times. It was just tasks that I was able to check off. Um, and so really to, you know, to have those check off times, it's noon, four-ish, and like 10 or 11, whatever time you go to bed. And this is where it's, it made me feel so much better to know that my activity list was getting checked off. We weren't stuck in a time crunch per se. However, we were still following some kind of schedule. We still had some kind of routine going. It just wasn't down to the minute. I found that helped a lot. So number one, take a couple of days, play with your routine. Number two, do not set times. Number three, give yourself grace. Grace, grace, grace is the biggest part of this entire thing. This is not normal that we're living in. This is something that our children will probably remember forever and just laugh about it in 20 years from now. But I do think that, you know, we're mamas who are working, but now we have to raise our kids and we have to teach them where... You know, the school would feed them three times a day and give out snacks. And here we are, like, children are termites, guys. Like, they eat all day long. And if I could do the emoji hand clap, like, that's what I would do right now. Kids eat all day long. Like, we're fighting snack time, half of our battles. And we really are, you know, I try and tell Jules, no, Jules, you're not hungry. You're eating out of boredom right now. Go find something to do. I give him three snacks a day. And he knows, like, once those three snacks are up, that's it. Like, there's no more. But the whole point is we're in a new place and we really don't know what is to come with it. What I do know is that we have to give ourselves grace to figure it out, guys. There is absolutely no one in this world that can say, oh, well, when this happened to me back 20 years ago, we did this and it was successful. No one can give you input on your past experience. This has never happened before. So stop comparing yourself to those stay-at-home moms, those posts on Facebook of working moms, or the working moms. Stop comparing yourself to those stay-at-home moms because we are all in different stages of life with different background experience. Maybe we both wear the hats of being a mom or we both wear the hats of female leaders however we do it so differently and we need to understand that we don't get to be we can't judge each other or compare ourselves to the other one because the other one seems to be rocking the stage of life give yourself grace to go through it 
Grace is the only way that you will go through this life feeling accomplished and successful and proud of yourself. My last advice in making this crazy routine work is enjoy, laugh, smile, and think about it possibly never happening again. So the first week, I was very dead set. Like, this is what we're going to do. We're seven to eight, eight to nine. I listed everything out. The more, like, I took a step back, I realized to enjoy this time. I will probably never in my life be able to have all four of us home for a month ever again. And that is something that while it's so, you know, like the world is so scary right now, it's also a really amazing experience. And I truly hope that this never happens again and that I'll never be able to pull Jules out of school for a month. I'll never be able to attempt to homeschooling to see how that works. I will never be able to binge watch Revenge on Hulu or keep up to date with Grey's Anatomy for the first time ever. I'm actually up to date on Grey's Anatomy. I will never be able to do this again. And so while it's important to make sure that kids have the schedule and you have a routine and you know what you want to do, it's also really, really important to remember that you'll probably never be able to go back and bake cookies with them during the day or paint or make a garden or plant flowers or raise chickens and on and on and on. This will never happen again. Take this time with the children. Take this time with your spouse. If you are by yourself in a New York apartment, take this time for you. You will never be able to sit and binge watch whatever show you want to right now. This can be as fun filled of an experience or as scary as it can be. You can make a fort in the living room. Don't put the pressure of school on your children's safe place or don't put the pressure of work on your safe place, which is your home. That is so different. It's a different setting for these children. It's a different setting for us, for me. Don't pressure yourself that you have to show up 100% every day in tasks that aren't that you aren't able to truly complete. You don't have to. So this is such a weird time in our life, and I truly don't know what is happening. But giving yourself grace will be the best way to give to set yourself up for success. Enjoy this time, laugh, and most of all, set a routine. Give yourself a couple of days, but don't set times. And I really do believe that you will find yourself successful. Whether you're trying to figure this out right now in your life of this COVID-19, maybe you're listening to this from like four months from now and trying to get a routine to get back into a new school year. Regardless, it is a season and I think these steps will really help you to feel success Um, And to know that it's okay to make mistakes. You aren't perfect, but remembering that this is only a season of life. It's not permanent, just temporary. I hope this helps you. And if you have any questions, feel free to find me on social media and let me know.
Thank you so much for listening to Make Your Mark. I would love to connect with you on Insta or Facebook. Go on over and tag me in your stories and tell me some of your personal takeaways from today's show. If you want to ask questions or get more info, email me at crystalbilliard at gmail.com. We're all here on this earth for a reason. Go figure out your why and remember to do what you can to leave a lasting impression and to make your mark.